Welcome back to episode number one, no, (laughs) I was thinking 101, that is actually not correct, it is, I believe, episode 54 of the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. If you're wondering why I thought we had done 100 episodes and this was the 101st, it's because last week um, was the year anniversary, not to brag, Uh, but... I'm now coming to the understanding that that does not mean mean we did 100 episodes. It only means we did like 53 or 2 or whatever the, the math on that is. See, I've always had a problem with certain numbers like that. Like, I confuse seconds in a minute with dollars or cents in a dollar. Like, sometimes I'll be like, is it 100 seconds in a minute? Or is it 60 cents in a dollar? Like, I'll I'll see the price like... $4.92, and I'm like, that is, like, that is not right. And then I'll remember, oh, no, 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 there's a, a hundred cents and a dollar. Is this just me, or is this anybody else? Anyway, welcome back. I hope you've had a lovely week. I hope your summer is getting off to a great start. I feel like it doesn't technically start until sometime this week maybe it might be today today might be the summer solstice let's listen let's look it up when does summer start question mark i really should just ask chat gb or whatever that website is called tomorrow no today yeah yeah yeah. wednesday 21st how exciting wednesday june 21st already what do you know well i wouldn't know it because uh, it is actually freezing where i am we've had thunder We've had lightning, we've had downpours of rain, like it's October. I've actually written summer off entirely. There was a couple, a week or two of, of hot. And so then in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, it's summer. You know, I'm rolling my windows down on the freeway, hoping that a rock doesn't fly at my face because I do not have air conditioning. If anyone would like to donate to me free air conditioning, I accept. Um... You can you can truly like anytime like you can come outside my house and just fix it or if you see me like parked at Taco Bell because I'm inside doing a dining experience, you know, on a Monday at two p.m. You could just just open up the hood. I'll, I'll leave the keys in the car. I won't leave it running, but like I'll leave the key in the car under the mat, door unlocked, um, and you could just fix that air conditioning for me. That would be wonderful. Um, but. Let me tell you something, that groundhog that we were talking about a couple months ago is laughing in our faces because boy was he on to something. Whatever extra winter he predicted, that was a self-fulfilling prophecy because it has come true. Like I was saying before, the one week of summer that we had made me feel like we were in summer. And now that it got cold again, I feel like it's like October, November, which I'm not complaining. I've had a lovely fall in June. I've, I made soup yesterday. Um, I burnt my tongue, scorched my tongue on said soup, uh, but it still tasted good. I'm wearing my hoodie and my sweatpants and like an actual winter coat, like a like a puffer, I believe is the term. And I was ha- I was having a great time. I was I read a book. I um I uh, you know did some grocery shopping. I love I love honestly. If you if you if you genuinely asked me. If I would rather go out and socialize with people or go to Costco, I really believe I would choose Costco. There's something about the grocery store 
that is just, it's, it's, it's everything you need is there. You could survive in the grocery store. That and Ikea. Ikea is, is tough because you need more of a reason to go there. And you can't really like, like browse. Well, you can obviously browse at Ikea. That's literally what it's for. I go and sit on my couches for two hours. But you kind of need to be in the market for furniture to go there. Um, it's, it's not lost on me that both of these are like warehouse environments with famous food courts. I think that's probably what I'm like more gravitated toward is the full food court in the grocery store. But I love other grocery stores too. Trader Joe's, if I'm feeling fancy, I'll go to Trader Joe's. And I mean, Trader Joe's really has, they have it all. They have everything you could ever need. You walk in, you look at the produce. I I don't really get the produce because I would have to, you know, bring it bring it cross country on a cross country no inter internationally inter inter globally or whatever across the border and i honestly just don't understand those all those rules so i just kind of leave it um there are certain produce that you can't bring or if it's like grown in a certain part of the country you can't bring it back into a different country i don't know so i'm more than happy to just let it go but the dried fruit the dried fruit section at trader joe's is I would like them to cater my funeral. Actually, maybe not. I'd feel so left out. But you know what I mean, regardless. Whatever, any event I ever have, even though I just said I don't like socializing and doing social events, I would like them them to cater, specifically the dried fruit section of Trader Joe's. They have the, the little mandarin oranges, dried mandarin oranges. Where the hell else are you going to find those? They have chili spiced dried fruit. They have the, the dried mango chili spice, which is, which is really good. But then they have the pineapple rings with the chili spice, the dried pineapple rings, and those, I think, belong in a museum. They also have banana chips, which are good. Banana chips you can find other places. And they also have what I got last time was they have these freeze-dried little mango pieces. And those are just... It tastes like the more healthy version of... Um, you know, in elementary school when you would have to bring something for Valentine's Day for the whole class. And someone would always bring those like little marshmallow bananas or like little marshmallow strawberries. They taste like that, but like actual fruit and maybe less marshmallow, but you know what I mean? It's just, it's the perfect experience. So just to continue with the topic at hand, you're gonna make a left from, and this is obviously just the, the Trader Joe's that I go to, I'm sure they're all set up differently, but you're gonna make a left from the dried fruit, and you're gonna go to the, not the produce section, but like the wall, the refrigerated section in the produce, um, and there you're gonna get a couple bagged salads, they have really good, they have like a, an elote, like corn, like themed <laughs> chopped salad kit, themed isn't the word, but you know what I mean. And then they also have a crispy noodle peanut dressing, which is, which is amazing as well. Um, and then you're going to walk down. And then if you're going to eat lunch there, you could get one of their wraps. Or they have great, like, enchiladas. Anything from that section, they're ready to go. Like, the deli part is perfect. Um, and then you're going to keep walking. And it's going to be, like, the coffee, like, the refrigerated coffee, like, juices. Then you're going to get their um, cold-pressed watermelon juice. It is very good, it's seasonal. It is very comparable to watermelon water. That is spelled W-T-R, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, W-T-R, 
MLN, not MLM, MLN, WTR, Watermelon Water. That's $10 at Costco a bottle. And I save up my pennies. Um, and then every couple months when I have enough pennies to afford it, I go to the um, self-checkout at Target and I put my pennies in and I buy the R, no, WTR, MLM, WTR, the Watermelon Water. Regardless, then you're going to keep moving along to the arguably like second, second if not tied for best section at Trader Joe's is their spices. I'm trying to collect them all. It is my version of like a Happy Meal toy. I get, I have, I have a lot of them. They have, let me just say what my top three would be. The Sriracha, I think it's called the Sriracha Sprinkle. It's perfect. It adds a little bit of, of spicy. I, it could be spicier. Um, but that's okay. I can outsource with my own um, hot sauce, you know, whatever. It adds a bit of flavor. Then I'm going to say they have a pizza, a pizza one that's really good. It's just called Pizza Sprinkle. Now, whether it's supposed to be inspired by the flavor of pizza or is or is designed to taste good on a pizza, I don't know. Um, but that's what, they're, that's what they're selling and that's what I'm buying. And it's very good. And then they also have a, um, a lote everything, like everything, something elote, I don't know, it's like a, it's like a, the flavoring of like a corn elote, um, it's like a white cheddar, there's maybe some cumin in it, I don't, I don't know what I'm eating, but it's good, and then the sleeper hit, the, um, honorable mention, not because it's not great, but because it's seasonal, which doesn't really make sense to me, is the, um, the dill pickle, or, yeah, dill pickle seasoning, We've gone extensive, and, and what I do sometimes is I mix the sriracha and the dill, so it's like a spicy dill, and we've, we've um, on this podcast, talked extensively about the fact that I don't really understand who decided that, like, out of nowhere, everything was going to be dill pickle flavored. Like, there's dill pickle flavored chicken nuggets from Burger King, which I think is elephant meat, but you know what I mean. There's dill pickle flavored almonds, there's spicy dill pickle flavored chips, there's dill pickle flavored underwear you know it's just like it's a lot of dill pickle which is good for me because I like the flavor of dill pickle I'm also a little bit confused as to why they call it dill pickle seasoning and not just dill because the actual seasoning doesn't taste like a cucumber it tastes like the stuff that makes a pickle taste like a pickle you know what I mean like like a pickle isn't a thing until you add the seasoning that's in the jar that is called dill pickle seasoning but it's like, why do, why do we have to limit the dill seasoning to just pickles? Like, we're going to put it on everything, which is what we are doing. So I don't really know what I'm trying, the point I'm trying to make. Do, do I ever make sense? I feel like since I've stopped listening to this, this podcast before I post it, which was probably episode three, so about 50 episodes ago. Since I stopped doing that, I, um, I've kind of really wondered, like, does this make sense? Like, do I sentence in the right way? Are my sentences sentencing? And I don't know that they are. But that's not, the, that's not what we were talking about. We were talking about Trader Joe's. So you're going to keep going down. Oh, warning to um, everyone during the seasonal times. I haven't really been to Trader Joe's during um, like the, the Christmas season many times. But the last time I did go... I got the gingerbread oat latte, 
which was the grossest thing I'd ever had in my life. And that pains me to say because I love gingerbread. Um, I don't mind oat milk. I normally don't drink any dairy or, or milk or whatever, anything in my coffee, sugar, nothing, just, just the coffee's good, which is what I'm drinking today. Iced coffee, because we're transitioning into a season, even though I've literally never been colder in my life. Um, but yeah, the gingerbread oat, whatever the hell, tasted like crap. Um, don't, don't, I think it's like coffee, a splash of oat milk, and then like they just juiced ginger and put it into our coffee. And that was supposed to taste good. I'm shocked it didn't. Okay, so then you're going to keep making your way um, down the, like the, like spread condiment type aisle, which is right across from the dill, the dill, the seasoning, the seasoning section. And if you're in the mood, you can get a cookie butter. Now, I prefer, for whatever reason, the crunchy cookie butter is better. You you might have to get both. I wish they sold them like in smaller packages so you could get both because the the smooth cookie butter is better for is better for spreading, but the crunchy um, cookie butter is better if you just wanna like grab a spoon and crunch. You know, there's just it just it just offers more texturally um, than the other ones. But whatever suits your fancy, and then you're gonna keep going to the next aisle over, which is the chips. Now the chips, uh, chips snacks section at Trader Joe's is something that should be studied because they have really perfected like the, the the crispiness of a chip. They've perfected the, you know, while keeping the integrity of the chip, they have these puffs that are great. They have like truly so much to offer. I love the both. They have these like puffs, both the white cheddar and the sour cream and onion, even though the last time I got them, we opened the bag in the car and it smelled like sneaky feet. And I was like, who farted? Who's, whose foot juice like just leaked all over the car? Um, and it wasn't that. It was apparently the actual bag. But they tasted great. Um, then they also have like fake, like they're Takis, but they're like the Trader Joe version of Takis. I'm not going to say that they're better than Takis, but they're pretty good. And they're also really cheap. Their white cheddar popcorn is, is perfect. They're, um, they're like their version of Cheetos. I don't, here's the thing. I don't know if their version of stuff is healthier or they just package it in a more like presentable way. I love their corn dippers. Those are great. They have these little cornbread crisps that are stellar as well. Um, and then you're going to make your way down the frozen section. Now the frozen section is really underutilized um, by me for no other reason than just the transportation of it wouldn't really work. The distance between the closest Trader Joe's in my house um, it's, it's, I'm trying to shorten that distance, um, as much as I can, but it just, you know, this, with this economy, it's not really happening, but, uh, regardless, I can really only get stuff from the frozen section every so often when I, when I have the guts to like maybe eat, you know, food that, you know, is not necessarily being stored under ideal food safety laws and regulations. Um, but if you're willing to risk it for the biscuit and maybe get some diarrhea, but also maybe get some delicious food, you're going to get the, the sweet or no, the sweet potato gnocchi. Then you're going to get the, do you know what? The cauliflower gnocchi, not so bad. I've heard the gorgonzola is good. I think they also have a cacio e pepe one. I have not tried that. Um, cause again, I, I've, very careful and then for whatever reason above the frozen section they have more snacks 
And from there, I would really recommend the honey graham cracker, like, bites with the sea salt. Those are perfect. And then I would also highly, highly, highly recommend the um, dark chocolate peanut butter bites. I believe they have them in a larger size and a smaller size. Just get the larger size. Like, if you're doing it, just go for it, you know? And then they also, I haven't gotten these in a couple years, but they also have the vanilla meringue little, like, cookies, which those are perfect. Crunchy on the outside. They, they... Uh, do you know, okay, do you know when you bite into, like, maybe there's a child in your life that made you cookies, and then, and it, they're, like, old enough to, like, do it on their, on their own, but maybe just young enough to not realize that, like, they're handing you a raw cookie, and then you eat it, and it looks good on the outside, but then it's, like, undercooked in the middle. I don't know why I'm throwing this on children. I literally did this, like, three weeks ago. It happens, okay? It happens. But it tastes like an undercooked cookie, but it's not going to give you diarrhea, because it's supposed to be like that even though I'm pretty sure meringue is like raw egg. But I, I try, whatever Joe is, is giving me to eat, I trust it. Um, and if something happens, it's, it's my own fault and I take full responsibility. Okay, so now you're gonna keep going. We're, we're, we kind of jumped around a little bit, but we're gonna go back from the freezer section back to the chips because we forgot the little sandwich crackers. They have their own version of like the mini Ritz um, peanut butter, as well as the cheese, like the little sandwich crackers. And now they have like everything bagel little crackers that I have not tried yet, but I can only imagine are heavenly. I think, I think we've, I think we've covered that. So now we're going to go into the dip aisle. Now the dip or the dip section, whatever the dip section at Trader Joe's, I think is if you're a good person and you go to heaven where you live, they have a lot of good stuff going on. They have, okay, I have a hot take. They have a buffalo chicken dip that people love. I didn't like it. And I don't know why. I have a buffalo chicken dip that I make, not to brag. And by I make, I mean I make it, I made it one time, maybe maybe twice during the pandemic, and it was good. Um, I have yet to make it again. But I've made it at a point. Um, so I didn't really love that one. But they have a vegan buffalo chicken dip that is perfect. They also have, um, during the holidays, a cannoli dip. I have not tried that yet, but I can only imagine that that's great. And then they also have a bunch of hummus. All of their hummus is good. They have a chili onion hummus, which is just perfect. And then they have, they used to have this cauliflower jalapeno dip, but I've since heard that it was um, discontinued. So... Um, I almost drove my car off a cliff, but then I came back to realize that if I drove my car off the cliff because they didn't have the jalapeno cauliflower dip, I would no longer get to eat their um, hot chocolate cream cheese. So then I reversed and, and really realized that there was more to live for because, yes, they do have a hot chocolate cream cheese that I think is all year round, which makes no sense to me because how is the hot chocolate cream cheese all year round but the dill pickle season, seasoning is seasonal? They never, I never said they were perfect. Um, what else is good at Trader Joe's? I think, I think we got most of the stuff. And I mean, literally anything in there. Like the, the funny thing is, I feel like I've been in there a thousand times. And each time I walk up and down every aisle. But then I, I'll still see like something new that I haven't seen before. So they're like truly living in the future. I don't know why they don't have stores in Canada like 
would it would like literally like would it kill you? I would imagine the reason is a lot of their stuff is like name brand to them, so it's like they would have to figure out how to like ship and like distribute all the stuff like across the border, which is probably like there's complications. And then when it does eventually come to Canada, they'll be in Toronto for at least 15 years before they even start building here. So at the at the very earliest, there will not be a Trader Joe's by me till about mm, like 2047, like if we're lucky. So I'm just going to have to keep driving, you know, which is not great during these gas times, but that's fine. Okay, well, I spent 20 minutes talking about Trader Joe's. What else did I do this week? Not much. Um, besides being cold and, like, shivering. And, yeah. I don't, I don't remember exactly if I talked about this last time. I, I feel like I did. But luckily, no one listened to that episode. So I can repeat myself and no one will know. There is a food trend situation that I think needs to be needs to be known um apparently we are supposed to start ordering hash browns at everyone's favorite restaurant and put ice cream between two hash browns and eat it like a sandwich now I don't want to mock it I don't want to knock it before I try it but that just sounds like it sounds interesting. I don't know who started it. I don't know who woke up one day and was like, you know what would be so funny? Or like, wow, I'm really hungry. I need sustenance. Let me get two hash browns and a, and a floor, and a ice cream and, and make a sandwich out of that. Like, like, huh? I would like a, I would like a documentary, a, an origin story, a biopic, all three of of how that happened and then why and then the reaction because it's it, i'm sure it's great it's like i guess not much different than from people like just dipping their fries in their ice cream but you just you you took it to a different level you took it to a much a much different level and um yeah i don't really have any anything more to say about that other than like what are the logistics of ordering that because a hash brown at this establishment is something that they serve in the morning. And I don't believe you can get ice cream in the morning if the machine is working at all. So what happens? Do you have to go around at like, like 10.55 a.m., order two hash browns, wait in your car till 11.01, and then go through and order your ice cream, fingers crossed that they even have it? Because then what happens if they don't have it? You're just, I guess you're just eating two hash browns, which is a joint of blessing, you know, nothing wrong with that. Um, the only thing better than one hash brown is two. But it's, it's like, that's risky. I would maybe advise just checking when you're on round one, ordering the hash brown. Just be like, listen, I know you, the ice cream machine doesn't open for another five. But like, is it going to be open? Like, is it going to work today? Do we think? Like, like, what are the, like, maybe you can get, like, you know in Vegas they have, like, the odds or whatever? Like, the betting thing, like, they put them on the screen. I only half know what I'm talking about. But, like, what are the odds that that machine is going to work? I've also, I think I've, I've found, I've found the solution to this ice cream machine problem. Well, not the problem. Like, I'm not going to fix it. I don't know how to fix an ice cream machine. I've tried. 
Um, I've looked into it. Amazon does not sell like a, you know, DIY ice cream machine fixer kit, unfortunately. But um, I really think what they could do is they could have a sign. Do you know like at a motel when you have, they have the vacancy, no vacancy? I think they could have right by those arches, ice cream machine on, ice cream machine off. Is that not genius? Is that not the, the smartest thing any human has ever uttered in the history of smart things that humans have uttered? Just saying. Also, I was thinking about this the other day, and saying the word utter made me think of it. Why are there are so many words in the English language that, like, it's the same word. At least it sounds the same. It might be spelled differently, but it means two different things. Like, who the hell thought that that was a good idea. That was a good way to go about things. I don't know if this is just an English thing. I imagine other languages have this too, but like, what? And the reason I thought of it was I just said utter. And as I was saying it in the context of that sentence, which made sense, like utter as in like to speak or whatever, to voice or whatever, I was thinking of a cow utter, which also is the same word utter, but has nothing to do with speaking. It's about where cow or milk comes out of a cow. Why are those two words the same? I believe that it's called a... Is it not a synonym? A synonym is like a definition. A homonym? Sound the same but mean different? Homonym. If I pulled that word out of my butt, homonym. Homonym. Let's see. Um, it's saying German. It's a German word? Do I speak German? Something tastes the same. Okay, no, I think I'm spelling it wrong. Hummin. Siri, save me. Oh, yes, here we go. Yeah, each of two or more words having the same spelling or pronunciation, but different meanings and origins. Why is that allowed? Why, like, is it just, is it just English? Or let me see. Is there homonyms in other languages? I mean, it sounds like a Latin word, so maybe Latin started it. In other languages, question mark. Okay. Hum, hum, okay, whoa. Homphemy does still exist in real languages, and in fact, some languages had a higher proportion of word forms with at least one homophone than their artificial counterparts. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but... Okay, here we go. There's examples of homonyms. Rose... And as in, like, get up, like, from a vertical state or whatever. Past tense of rise and the flower. Why is that the same word? Match, as in the thing that I almost burnt my house down with, like the little stick. And match, like, a soccer game. Why is that the same word? Fire has nothing to do with soccer. Okay, this one... This one I, I actually could, could explain away. Bright as in a light, and then bright as in you're smart. That one to me sounds more like, um, like I can make the connection a bit more, like bright, like smart, like light bulb, like as in not dull, you know. That one is more of like a metaphor. Look at me. Look who paid attention in English class. All these vocab words. I guess I have an English degree, but you know what I mean. Um, this is making this is making sense to me now. Um, okay, cash. 
like money and then cash, like the thing that your computer tells you to clear. Don't exactly know what that means. Facts as in like that is a fact and facts as in the machine that goes. Those are at least spelled differently. But like if you're going to be spelled the exact same and mean two different things, that is like the, the craziest thing that I'd ever heard in my life. Like, I specifically remember the day in English class where we learned about these things. And I just, I like, there should, they should be fined whoever thought of this. Like, you deserve, this is, this is malpractice. They need to go to language inventor jail or like a holding cell at least. Cause that is not, like, you, that's lazy. It's lazy. It's lazy. It's lazy. Um, but whatever. I guess we just gotta live with it. I'm really interested to see like how many languages use this because I can't imagine learning a language and being like, wait, like, like if you're, if you, if you speak a language that doesn't do this and then you're trying to learn English, you're going to be like, what? <laughs> like, that's the same word. Like it's a trap. It's a trick. But you know what is not a trick? Going to the podcast app or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and typing in nobody asked for this and then clicking subscribe. I often wonder why I explain and or like promote my own podcast at the end of a podcast. Um, because if you're listening to it, you obviously like know how to get here. But I guess I'm more so giving instructions on like how to tell other people to do it. Like just in case you forgot or like this was an accident. I think 92% of my listens, which are like, one or two a week um, are accidents. I don't think many people like do this on listen to this on purpose. Um, as aside from me, like trying to make sure that it downloaded correctly, you know. Honestly, sometimes I think that like I there's someone who's like controlling my computer and it's like not posting these. <laughs> like I think I'm doing this podcast, and they're just getting deleted immediately, which I actually. Similar to the air conditioning service that I would like someone to just, you know, find me in the Taco Bell drive-thru and fix my air conditioning. I think, I think that could be a thing as well. Like, you, you sign up for someone to, like, silently delete anything you post into anywhere on the internet. So you feel like you're doing it, but it's not actually happening. Because... I've thought about this, like the only thing, because I enjoy recording the podcast and I feel like the only thing sadder than recording a, a like half an hour, 40 minute audio file of yourself talking and then posting it on the internet, the only thing sadder than that is then not posting it onto the internet because then it's like really for nobody. So I'm really in this best of both worlds where I get to do it, I get to record it, I get to post it and then no one will listen to it. But they could listen to it if they wanted to. Like, it's still, I'm trying to, like, provide a service. I wonder if one day I ever, God forbid, get falsely accused of something and then I get, like, sentenced to, like, volunteer hours. I wonder if I can submit this as, like, part of that. Like, I've probably done, like, 25, 30 hours of this podcast. Like, I wonder if that can count for, like, 30 hours of community service. Like, probably not, because, like, what service am I providing? But I absolutely, at the same time, 
definitely maybe. Um, <laughs> if you listen to this, I want to thank you. I hope you have a stellar weekend. I hope you get um, Taco Bell. The, I recommend the uh, cheesy gordita crunch with the Dorito. Um, if they have it in your region, I would say the quesarito is very good. Um, and if not, you can never go wrong with the Crunchwrap Supreme. It's like the Big Mac of Taco Bell. And yeah, I, uh, I wish everybody well. And I hope that you're not as freezing as me on this, the summer solstice. Or I guess when you're listening to this, it's like full summer. Was the summer solstice yesterday or today? Is the first day of summer the summer solstice or is that the night before the first day of summer? Either way, what I know for sure is that by the time you're listening to this, it is fully summer. So I hope you enjoy. I hope you have a lovely summer. I have no things planned for summer episodes, but that's fine because, again, no pressure. No one's listening. Um, And no one's especially listening to the end of the episode. So, like, the further we get, like, the first minute or two, maybe someone would do an accidental click and listen. Um, And I really should feel the pressure of that a bit more than I do. But, um, yeah, we're just, we're just having fun. So I will see you next time. Not really, like, there's no visual component to this, but you know what I mean. You will hear me next week. Um, take care. See you later.